Welcome, everybody. We're here for episode 11 of the Ball Guy Beer Reviews. This is episode we're back. Short little vacation, but we're here with some more content for you. I'm Alan. With you is my co-host. It's Chris, me, the guy. I'm the bearded bald guy. He is just the regular bald guy. Hell yeah. I'm back from vacation. I went to Disney World with the family. And then before that, we actually were guests on the Thirst for Knowledge podcast with Seth james and was it justin i believe so sounds correct if we got justin if we got if your name isn't justin i'm very sorry i know the other guy that looked like a barbarian he looked like he looked like rico suave mixed with a barbarian we were very envious of the hair flowing in that podcast there yeah he even said that his hair hurt and i was like i was like yeah you guys know what i feel like right and we're like no we don't yeah i know his name uh for sure was james yes uh so sorry if we got your name wrong justin (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll fact check that later maybe we'll pick it up at the end do a little qc yeah so we're back no no real uh rhyme or reason for this episode we're just gonna drink some pretty um pretty standard ipas that alan has brought from treehouse alan why don't you tell them what we're we're getting into today we got uh green and a jujuju julius which is you know just basically a little amped up version of green and julius most people if you've had treehouse probably had green julius maybe you haven't um but these are ones that you probably could pick up at most trips down there, so that's why we wanted to go ahead and review these guys. Yeah, there's a lot of treehouse haters out there. There are a lot of treehouse fanboys, and I think it's more of like people, they don't hate treehouse per se, they just hate all the fanboy attention that they get. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are like, treehouse is just overhyped, overrated, so they just like to hate on them. Um, you know, drink what you want. You don't like treehouse, don't drink them. You like treehouse, drink them. I'm not going to let somebody's opinion change mine. I will say, though, in all honesty, I think that there are definitely a couple breweries up here in our great state of New Hampshire that make just as good IPAs. And you don't have to drive all that way to get them. And you don't have to wait in line to get them. And you don't have to pre-order through an app to get them and then whatever. But True, true. I think I think the best test of the level of a beer versus treehouse is to line them up right next to each other. You know, have a Julius and then have, you know, your modest man mega or something like that. And you really can see that start seeing the difference a little bit because most time you're just remembering and you have a really strong opinion of it. And then you have the other one and you're not having that actual time comparison of them. Yeah, 100 percent. I couldn't agree more. But the other thing that I also find interesting is the dynamic. Like when somebody. So I think this is like what frustrates the treehouse fanboy haters, not necessarily the treehouse haters, but it's like for some reason they take it as a personal affront that most people view treehouse as better than their than the than the brewery that's local to them and they're a fanboy. I think Modest Man is a great example of this. Like Modest Man fanboys will be like, oh, it, Modest Man is just as good or whatever, and it's like. You, I don't know, man. Release the hate, you know? Be the Jedi stuff. Like, let go of your anger. I agree with you. It's like, they can both be great. They don't have to be one better than the other. You know, it's it's this equal sum. Everybody's got to be best or not best. You yeah, know? you're either the best or you're shit if you're in the, any of these <laughs> Facebook groups. It's like, you're the best or you're garbage. Like, some of these groups are super toxic. You post a beer you like and you truly like that beer, you'll have 10 people tell you you suck at life. Oh, yeah, don't go on any of the New Hampshire brood groups and, and, and drop any pictures of anything from Pipe Dream Brewing or else you're going to get roasted. Oh, it's it's it literally, as soon as you put it, like the Michael Jackson eating the popcorn appears because people are just waiting for it to come. And it's... 
and it's like a lot of it's just some of the hate might be justified here or there but you know nobody's out there trying to put out a bad product and there are beers from pipe dream i've had i'd liked and there's other ones where i'm like you know there's something that happened here all right so I'm just going to ask for you to crack one of those beers right, and, and, and pour them. half and half. I, I don't care which one we start with. Um, I'm just going to reach in. We'll see what we get. Okay. What, all right. Oh, we oh, the mystery has been revealed. I feel like this is um, that Weird Al Yankovic movie and you're opening the door and it's like, what'd you get? Nothing. You got nothing. You're so stupid. I think that's the Jiji Julius. It is the Jiji Julius because of the green. Or nice. All right. So while Alan's getting while Alan's getting stuck in pouring those, um, something just kind of came into my mind, and so I wanted to express it before I lose it because I'm so ADD that I will definitely lose it. So part of the inspiration for Alan and I starting this podcast is we just really like getting together and talking shit over some beers. Um, whether that's like talking shit about beer, talking shit about people in these groups with beer, uh, talking shit about experiences that we had. And when I say like talking shit, I'm not like, I mean, like it's not always talking crap though. That I would say it's a good 75, 80 plus percent of it. It's more just like kind of reviewing recent happenings. And we always kind of find things that are funny. So if you go back and, or if you go back, if you go into uh thirst for knowledge podcast, I highly recommend go check out Seth. Uh, James and I'm I'm, per, I'm like 99 percent sure it's Justin. It sounded like Justin to me. You know, I'm going to fact check this while we're talking at some point. That way we can be sure so we don't go a whole episode. Well, guessing. while while I'm on my pedestal over here, why don't you fact check it real quick for us? Yeah, I'm going to fact check it real fast. Um, but anyway, so like we always talking like when we were just we were just kind of free flowing. We didn't really have a super um, locked in agenda to talk to them about, and we always just kind of say like funny stuff or like stuff that we think is funny. And I don't know like. It's stuff that we independently think about, and then one of us will say something that triggers a memory, and then we're talking about, yeah, like, I always thought about that, or, oh, yeah, that really bothered me. You are correct. Thank God. James, Justin, and Seth. Thank God. All right. Yeah, I, I took that little pause because Alan looked up from his phone, and I was like, and the results are in. We were correct. I was waiting. I was like, I was sitting on the couch at Maury, and he's just like, and you were correct. It's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Or, or yeah, I have kind of a semi. I had a muted reaction of "I am not the father" right there. I was like, Thank God. <laughs> so, all right. Anyway, so how to wrap this up? So, Alan, before we started recording the episode, Alan came down and we were just talking, and we were talking about other like random stuff. And um, Alan mentioned to me like, "Yeah, are you going to start training for that Steinhoisting?" You said you're going to. I can't even remember how we got onto that. Can so we were, and this we're was just like literally about, ten minutes ago, and I can't remember. Epcot. And you did uh, the drink around the world. Oh, that's right. And you were talking trash about how when you go to Germany, it's Bex. And Varsteiner. Which, yeah. okay, dude, like, listen, I'm not hating on either. First of all, I would never buy Bex. So, yeah, hard pass. Yeah. But I do buy Varsteiner, and I did appreciate yeah. that it wasn't just the standard Varsteiner. It was the uh, the dark lager version. So, hey, like, credit, I got one of those. It was delicious. Like, I liked it. There was no there was no problem with it, but I was just like, we. I'm not looking for, like, super crazy stuff, but you couldn't get me some Vine Stefan or you're something? In, you're in Epcot. You're in Disney, the epicenter. You're hoping to get something I can't get someplace else. Like, I, if I want Vine Steiner, I can go down to Bavaria, and they have two on tap every time down in Hootsit. Yeah, well. And it's fantastic. Well, so anyway, it, it got up the, the thing of, like, um, Stein hoisting. So one of the last times that Alan and I went out like, like drinking, we were up in uh, Portland, Maine and there was a, a Stein hoisting contest. Or were you with me on that one? Or did I just tell you? No, I was one? with you on that one. Um, cause that was that last trip. Yep. Yeah. So this was this past fall. Yep. And so, and to make a very long story short, 
I didn't, I, we didn't get there early enough to enter ourselves into the Steinhoist thing. I'm glad that I didn't because some ass hat, he was, all right, so listen, there's tons of different rules depending on where you go. I'm not a freaking Steinhoisting purist. I know nothing. I don't even know if it's like a super competitive thing, but breweries always do it around Oktoberfest time because it's fun. It gets crowds, everybody watching. They give you a little belt or they give you like a free gift card or something for winning. Yeah. But this ass hat, like we're talking about like back fully leaning, arm violently shaking and your arm can shake, but like I thought, an unequivocal, like across you the board rule. Spill a drop. You must not spill a drop, or you are out. That's the standard rule almost yeah. everywhere. And this asshole spills a drop, and he notices, and like half the crowd notices, but the guy running the event just didn't happen to be looking at it at the time, and he didn't have no honor, man. And then he ended up going on to win, and people were coming up to him and congratulating, him, like, dude. You're a fucking that cheater. Wasn't, that wasn't even the only spill he had. He had several spills there because I remember you furious. And the, well, furious. I was furious because the other listen, if the, the other, other guy had spilled, was stiff as a board, yep. standing there, not cheating. The shakes. He just all of a sudden just was out. Yeah, and I think they were at like seven or eight minutes. But anyway, they were up there. But these let's, let's just preface this that these weren't the leader and a half steins. These were like the little guys, you know, the twelve ounces. But still, it's a challenge holding it out there. Yeah, this guy had no fucking honor, and he was like, "Yeah, like hemming and hawing because he fucking won." And you know what? I'm like, I'm yeah, I'm devolving in a, sw- a swearing mess because I'm. It's six months later. I don't know this person's name. I can't even remember his face. If I saw him tomorrow, I wouldn't know. But I don't care. I've resolved to go up there, and I'm next year. I'm gonna. I'm gonna train like I'm. I'm queuing up the Rocky montage. Like that, you said that the entire rest of the night, you're like, I'm gonna train all year and I'm gonna beat him and I'm gonna shove it in his face and say, "Ha, you cheater!" Yes, absolutely. I'm literally like, if you remember that movie Bloodsport, excellent soundtrack. It's playing in my mind right now. <laughs> I'm Jean Claude Van Damme, and oh, I can't do a split. I'm just sitting there with my arms out sideways with two yeah. beers, like. That's what's the picture in my mind right now. So right now, it's March 8th, 2022. I'm putting my fucking foot in the ground because also we can tie this into beer. So an Oktoberfest is actually not called Oktoberfest. The beer style is called Merzen. And Merzen is a, I think Merz is the German word for March. It's it's in the ballpark, yeah. So it's, you, they pretty much brew it now so it's ready in september that's right because they brew it and then they lager it for months so it's ready for the festivals in october so september yeah whatever so yeah late september sorry so either way it's now march i'm gonna be again specific training for this and i'm gonna go up there and i'm gonna fucking crush everybody and if anybody spills a drop i'm gonna be so well trained that i'm just gonna be like you spill the drop you're fucking out you're fucking out you're fu-. and i'm gonna be such a dickhead so I I did a similar one. We were out in Vegas, and you know they have Hofbrauhaus House Vegas, and they have almost nightly Stein hoisting contests there. You know they asked for a bunch of people to come up. We were there Halloween night, so there was quite a rowdy crowd. Um, you know I ended up going up there and doing it, and they you know they're holding the big boys there. They're pretty standard rules, stand straight, everything like that. They're making sure um, everything's going good, and you know. All I wanted to make sure was I wasn't going out first because nobody wants to be the first loser. Can't go back to your table without feeling shame at that. So, you know, once I saw a couple people drop out, then, you know, I'm doing good. The guy next to me is almost hitting me and several other people. And, like, literally the guy doing the hosting, he's like, dude, you spill any more and you're done. Because they know the guy's done. He can barely hold the glass as it is. But, see, these we people won't over. give up when, like, that, there's no honor in these people. They literally had to, they eventually just took the stein from him. 
you know, they fill those up pretty tall. He was missing like a quarter of the beer before they kicked him out. Like the floor was a slipping hazard at this point. Um, Unacceptable. Felt like like towards the end I had a slight arch in my back, but I wasn't going to let go until the beer sign fell on the ground. That's kind of the mentality I had. My arm was going to fall off to lose. And eventually the other guy who was wearing later hosen, which made me more determined to beat him, eventually put his arm down. And I was like, oh, that was a good competition. And then later on I looked, and he had a foot out in front, fully cheating, balancing his weight, no honor. Yeah. See, again, like, for me, it just it just infuriates me because, like, I get it. People are competitive and people want to win. But it's like you create an environment where people are competitive and people want to win, but they don't ever pick anybody that's assertive enough to just enforce the rules. So it's like if I – if like, God help any brewery. Like, put me on the mic because I'll point – I'll literally point someone's face and be like, you spilled a drop, you're out. So if you want to sit here and continue holding this thing like you're still in yeah. this, that's great, but I'm, I've disqualified you. You are, you are out. So they, they had, they had the, um, like the band that plays there. Was the Oompa Band? Host. The Oompa Band was the host. And then, then I got to sit in the throne with my crown as the victor. See, that's what I'm saying, though. But it's like, you know, hey, come back tomorrow. Train harder or something. I literally could not lift up my arm when I got back to my table. I had to drink with my other hand. Hell yeah. Leave it all out there. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway. I was, I was proud. So anyway, we, that, that was a long story about We digressed how... a little. But the prize was pretty sweet there. It was your own take-home stein. Yeah. So see, yeah. Well, so anyway, that's. That's why we do this podcast for like rando stories like this. Like, like I, said, I keep talking about our last one on, on TFK. Like we talk about my 17 hour trip. Like <laughs> it's just the random stuff that comes up when we're drinking beers. And so we just like to kind of talk about these things. And so, but no, I, I'm actually very serious about this. Like I'm going to work into my, my, cause I work out regularly cause I'm in the national guard. I'm in the army. So I'm, I'm always like running and lifting and doing pull-ups and stuff like that. Push-ups. Um, but I'm actually going to look up online cause there's gotta be some crazy assholes out here that are competitive about this at Google or not like on the interweb somewhere. Um, and I'm going to look up some training stuff and I'm going to hit it up at least once or twice a week and so, see what happens. So there's some intense people cause like they have the record there. They'll tell you out there and the record for the full Stein out there, the big German style that you see the, them carrying around was seven thirty six. Seven minutes and thirty six. Holy crap, long. that's One a lot. Those is pretty impressive. I think I think they're like sixty four ounce steins, and plus they're st- they're made out of stone too, right? Or do they give them liter. a glass one? Another glass or liter? Okay, all right, they're just a liter. So that's what, but a liter is thirty two. Um, was it the liter or the liter and a half? Whatever the giant ones are, you're gonna have to look up the size. I'm I'm totally screwing it. Well, either way, so like half liter and liter, so it was liter. Yeah. Okay, so hold on, I can Google this. How much? How many ounces of liter? Because we're in there. We're not. We're not metric people here. No, we're not. How many ounces is a liter? Yeah, it's 33. So it's almost 34 ounces. So 34 ounces of liquid. Um, so 34 is about a quarter of 128. And a gallon of water is eight pounds. So that's at least like two pounds liquid. Probably the glass stein's at least a pound. The thick glass. Too. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not the this cheap plastic. So, I mean, dude, yeah. you're probably holding like close to four and a half pounds right out in front of your body and that's not hard anybody can do that for like a minute but once you start to get out get into the deep territory and you have to really hold it straight because they don't allow you to spill it no exactly for the most part well if you're if we're playing the correct rules you are indeed correct oh i just burped excuse me if you heard i just fact checked myself if you you caught that so but yeah i mean yeah so anyway it's stories like that like why we started this podcast and we just 
review beer while we're talking about it. And we can talk about a bunch of other stuff too. Uh, we'll come up with stuff better. Uh, we're looking to have more guests. All my guests keep backing out. So if you are like a, if you are one of our three religious listeners, like I apologize, I keep trying to get people to get on here, but it's tough. No, hey, that brings up a valid point. If you would like to be on here, contact us at ballguybeerreviews at gmail.com or message us on one of our many social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, anything like that. Give us a like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Yeah, and it's really easy too. Like for the most part, like Alan and I do this in person together, but you can, we literally just will send you a Zoom link and it's probably going to take like less than a half hour of your time if you just want to come talk some shit. You want to get some air off your chest, tell a cool yep. beer story, review a beer, tell us about a, a beer that you're have that you've had. Cause that's another thing too. Like this is also part like uh beer exploration. I mean, we're not going wild here cause we're just drinking Julius and green. Yeah, this was, this was a pretty quick together thrown ones. We, we went with what we had at the time. Um, that's tough coming off vacation. Yeah, exactly. We want to get one in the books here. Get it going. Get you back to hearing our awesome voices and opinions. We know you all missed it. I didn't want to spend time on my phone while I was at Epcot, so I didn't really check in. I think I checked in like one of the beers that I had, but in general, like knowing a little bit about Germany and German beers, like I knew that I'm like, hey, if they're serving us Varsteiner and, and Bex, it's like it's probably like the same Ooh, kind of Bex. Oh, oh, this was the one. I think it was in, um, I think it's Norway is one of the countries over there or Sweden or something like that. And it was, it was a beer and it was spelled ass, but it's pronounced. And, but they, they literally put next to it pronounced oos or something like that. And dude, it was terrible. Like literally say it tasted like oos. Yeah. I never, I never, I almost never put a comment on my untapped. I just check it in again for, I think I've gone over this on the show before. Like my untapped, I just literally use as a personal catalog journal, like see if I've had it before. And, I literally, the comment that I put on it was like, oh, it's not named ass for no reason. <laughs> God, it was terrible. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe so it's bad. a good beer, who knows? It's coming from Sweden, most likely. I don't know. I think it was Finland Sweden. Or, anyway, it's traveling across the ocean, and who knows? You know, It might not be one of the most popular pours over there. Dude, it was bad. Yeah, Pilsner. It's from, yeah, it's called Us Brigeri Pilsner other it's a yeah Dramen buskard norway ass pilsner is a straw yellow colored beer with an aroma of grain malt and hops the beer has a fresh taste with a low sweetness and a clear bitterness this beer is brewed according to the german purity law well that may be true but it still tasted like ass and i think most of the check-ins probably came from fucking epcot if you're using Untapped, I, I can almost guarantee they're coming from Epcot, not um, out in Norway. I don't yeah. know how universal Untapped is. Maybe if they get onto the 10-point scale, they'll go uh, universal. But until then, I don't think they will. Well, it's interesting. I forget um, what the beer is. It's a Chinese beer. It's the most brewed beer in the world over like Budweiser and stuff. But essentially, like the Pilsner style is the most popular style of beer in the entire world. Which, I mean, it doesn't come as a shocker. Your Coors, your Bud. Yeah. Um, Miller, those are all in the Pilsner style. You go overseas, like Varsteiner, that's a Pilsner. Yeah. Like everybody, everybody makes them like Harp Lager. You can get that in like the UK at Epcot. And it, again, it's just another Pilsner. So this was just the, the Swedish. Swedish version. 
or not Norwich, sorry, the, Nor- the Norwegian version. Norwegian, yes. I was and it was just trash. Like, what do you say? And I'm like, ah, Norwegian. You say, okay, yes. Go. I don't know. To me, I know they're very different, but ah, same, same. Yeah, I knew what you're talking about. Yeah. If there was no imaginary lines, they'd be the same. <laughs> I think they speak different languages, though, right? Yes, yeah, Swedish is its own language, and I don't believe they speak Swedish in... Yeah, they speak Norwegian, right? Yes, and it's all based off of kind of like, but they're all—they're all three of them are similar to Dutch. They're all like Germanic languages, so yeah. German, Dutch, all that—it's all, yeah, related. So you see here are similar words, kind of like they're on the same family as English. That's why you can pick up. Dude, it's terrible languages. as far as like international experience. The only people that I know through like playing rugby are just all the other English-speaking nations. It's like people from England, Scotland, Wales. It's like Ireland. New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand, South Africa, Australia. They all speak English. But it's interesting, though, because South Africans, most of them can speak Afrikaans. They just don't uh, here because there's no use for it. Nobody else speaks that here. And then I'm pretty sure New Zealanders, most of them can't speak other languages unless they're um, Maori, and then maybe they can speak that most people in other parts of the world can at least speak two or three just due to the sheer vicinity of them it's it's almost like yeah yeah like that's like if maine new hampshire vermont massachusetts rhode island if they spoke a different language in each one you'd probably know more than one language around here just to survive when i was in high school i switched over to german from spanish halfway through for my junior year and there was a bunch of exchange students from germany and they're from um they're from rhineland Falls. it's a state and it's like on the, it's like, it's kind of like a German state. I don't know what they call them, provinces or states or whatever. Um, but it's on the border of France. And so they could all speak French and German fluently because most of them had family in France and all that other stuff. And then when I was talking to them, because they were all pretty much fluent in English by high school. And I'm like, how'd you know that? I'm like, how are you, how'd you get so good at it? Cause I'd only been taking another language since like sixth grade. They're like, oh, we started learning English in first grade. And I was like, yep. Dang, I feel like a dumbass. And I feel like you understand language better when you learn it as a kid. No, exactly. You you definitely do. Um, kids kids pick that stuff up quicker. Yeah. And it's a lot actually easier for Americans to learn German than it is French or Spanish because it's the same root language. You know, you're in the, the Germanic family, not the romances. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't speak backwards and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, French, Spanish, Italian, they're all together and then you have like latin everything else yeah the one thing i enjoyed the most a little more challenging the one thing i enjoyed the most about um german was like just the the freaking compound words so it's like literally like well i guess this is a bad example because in english it's submarine right but for them it's undersea boat and that's literally combining under water boat yeah there's a lot of words over there that that do that i mean it's it's like almost any place though it's it's easy to learn you learn you can learn enough of a language to go to that place and interact you might not be able to have a full conversation but you can teach yourself how to order food beer ask for directions fairly easily if you just put the effort in yeah i see you got one more sip of julius over there so what are you thinking on it we'll get a good rating in here for the fanboys. so we'll just give a little preface on this one so this is two fifteen twenty two canned, and then there's also a date, and it says "Dreaming of Spring" on the bottom. Um, uh, it's in peak performance. It's at a, it's at four weeks. It's right in the window yeah, for it's me. Right, it's right in there. Um, right now, I'm battling 
what I had for dinner, trying to see if that's affected this at all. Because, you know, sometimes if you eat certain things, it can, you know, throw your taste buds off. But I'm going to come in. Normally, I like this beer a little bit more than what I'm going to squirt right this second. Uh, I'm going to come in on flat seven on this one. Wow. Rookie score. Rookie score. I'm actually coming in at a seven, too. <laughs> I, but I, I was thinking like, it before you said it. I, I was thinking like, it. I swear to God, I was thinking about it before you said it. Initially, like before I was drinking it today, I'm like, normally this beer would be maybe mid sevens in my mind for me. But today, you know, whether it's the atmosphere or whatever, it's just drinking a seven to me. Well, you know what's happening to me, I think, with Treehouse in particular is I've probably had more Treehouse in the past year than I've had in all my like since they since they yeah. since they really exploded i know they've been out for quite some they've been around for quite some time now but since they really exploded in popularity i you know so you know when they opened up that thing on the cape it really opened up for me so i got was getting them more often um and now i'm just kind of spoiled with it and to be honest with you i'm at the point with ipas where you're going to have to really blow me away and you're going to have to have a combination of like impeccable quality there's going to have to be some kind of novelty to it. Um, like, yeah. like what, what was that beer? I can't even remember it. We, we went over this in the, in the thirst for knowledge podcast too. Which it, one? The 1.6er. One oh, the, um, the Hill farmstead. It was, yeah. I want to say that we, we Chuck or Charles or something. I, I think it might've been Arthur or no, it wasn't Arthur. Arthur. Was, it, was it Charles? Something like that. It was, it was one of the, the family, but names. yeah, but it's gotta be something like novel yeah. at this point. Like you've so got to do something. This is just yellow beer with hops. Stand out from the crowd. Oh, that was something else I wanted to wanted to bring up at some point because um, this was another thing that was came out recently where someone was wowed that a brewery brewed the same beer but put one hops in one and another hops in another. So essentially, they brewed one vat and then they just hopped it two ways and then they called and, it two and, beers in two different vessels. Ah, uh, yes. Hey public service announcement for those of you out there it gets a lot worse than that breweries have done a no, they lot were, they were worse than that to make money it. oh they were excited about yeah. it um the main point was they were selling it in a four pack of two and two. Oh, so they they so dry like, so they made the same like, base beer it was like night and day or sun and moon or something. okay so they so same base beer and then like fermented I, I, in two different vessels and then dry hopped with, yeah, with two so separate hops so Let's say like one was mosaic and one was like citra. I don't know if that's what they were, but essentially they did that, and it was like it was like earth shattering news to him. I'm like, um, there's several breweries that that's their lineup of IPAs. Well, not only that, but that's the easiest thing in the world to do. That's what I was like. It's really not that hard. Yellow beer that kicked me in. I'm like, because yellow beer, and then you know you're changing your flavor based on what you dump in at the end. So we'll harken back to the, the previous episode where Seth and I were talking about the brewing triad as Alan out pours the, the green, the g- 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 green that we have. Um, but anyway, so what, you know, when a brewer brews and mashes and creates the wort, I can't tell you how easy it is to separate that into, into two vessels. You literally just have a, a valve and you basically block one and, open the other it's, it's very simple it's very easy to do it's not so like there i, I guess what i mean is There's certain breweries out there right now that like that used to be the reputation like hey all these guys do is make yellow beer and you know they, they trillium i wasn't gonna say it but i knew that's where you knew i was going but yeah and there's, I, there's nothing wrong with that. I enjoy it. You make a good base beer. You're, you're essentially changing the flavor profile. Yeah. Well, so that that's, again, so, you know, kind of getting back into the, the NEPA style. 
a lot of people like accuse it, accuse breweries of just making a yellow beer and then just different hopping it. I don't really believe that. I think that they're, you know, that undersells the breweries a little bit. I think that they're definitely putting different grain bills, you know. Yeah, my beef with it, my beef with it though, is like, I just don't really see, I don't really see the, the malt profiles like coming through. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, I'm just basically drinking hop water, like carbonated hop water. Like there is a little bit of malt, but that's the other thing too. I got such a basic palate. I don't have a refined palate. I haven't done any kind of training to attempt to take tease out the malts, but I'm just saying like, have a, have a barley wine, have a stout and you'll start to appreciate and have multiple different styles of stout and you will appreciate the manipulations that can be done with different malts, much the same as the IPA showcases the hops. Yeah. So I'm not into drinking a beer, an IPA. Like I don't, I don't care if this time you used red wheat and next time you're using white wheat. Yeah. I can't tell the difference, man. No, it's, I mean, you're smashing maybe, it with so many maybe, hops. Maybe you never know, but if you're smashing it with the hops, the hops are going to override it. But yeah. You can certainly taste. Sometimes you taste the difference on the grain they use, you know, if they're using wheat versus, you know, other stuff. Yeah. I don't know, maybe man. Knows. But it's one of those, I feel the same way you do, where. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, if they're of, using if they're using wheat or other than, or, and not barley, yeah. you might be able to. Yeah. It's going to. That's because, I mean, wheat beers usually were my go-to back in the day it's kind of like the original hazy beer with some of your wheat beers yeah yeah no i can't disagree there but yeah that's interesting though that you should say that because it's like again like i don't know people go crazy over marketing and so that's an interesting podcast i think we should save that for another time we'll pocket that one and talk about the marketing aspect of beer and how it's basically kind of gone crazy. Maybe we can invite Seth and Ben and on and get two different perspectives on the marketing of beer because they, there really is, and that's what creates like hype trains, really. No, and that's something we talked about. Like you know, all things separated, can art sell sometimes? Yeah, you know, um, brewery name sells. A lot of breweries sometimes come up with. We've talked about this a little bit before. One brewery will actually have two different brands which can be confusing to the consumer. You know, sometimes you have like, uh, you know, like Jack's Abbey and then was it Springdale? Or, yeah. So, yeah. Cause I couldn't, yeah. I was like, is it Springdale? I had to ask it, the guys. It's like, you know, Jack's Abbey. Why does it have to be a separate brand? Why can't they just make an IPA and their lagers under Jack's Abbey? I want to say in that case though, uh, I'm not are sure. They, are they brewed someplace else for them. I thought that they acquired the Springdale you, brand. You might be correct on that one, but like in that even, particular case. But a, but another similar one is like with Schilling, right? Isn't there too? Um. Yeah, Seth was telling us the only the the, the best example I know is because I worked for them was six oh three, and so like it so was interesting. Yeah, well, like so when I worked at six oh three, when I first started working there in two thousand seventeen, their experimental series was called Blueprint, and so. It was like six. It was still six hundred three brewing, but everything was released under the blueprint label, and it was the labels were all as you'd expect blueprints. And then what happened is, is they were one day my boss came in and um, he was like, "Oh my god!" And he was so upset because Garrison City Beer Works over in Dover did the same thing. They created a blueprint series, and they had put it on Untapped, and that's how he found out about it because somebody texted him was like, "Hey, Garrison City has it." So they actually met with the owners, like Garrison City and yeah. them, sat down and had lunch at Garrison City, and they were like, 
oh my god, like I don't even know if they would want me putting this out there, but whatever. But like I guess, dude, honestly, it was so funny because they came back and like they were upset, but they weren't like freaking out. No, I think it's one of those things where you think you had something and somebody else, yeah, but maybe they they didn't do it intentionally. Just there's so many different breweries out there that you know it's very easy to pick up somebody else's gimmick and not realize it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it, like to think that like it's so hard to be completely original with something. Somebody else somewhere else has probably it, done it's it. It's kind of like um like a year ago, year and a half maybe Spyglass has wavelength and Equilibrium has wavelength and once Equilibrium came to the state, they they actually got together and pretty much poured their beers, brewed their beer bat uh, recipes together and made like a collaboration of it but you know there's two different ways people go some people go that way uh friends of ours actually owned a brewery and um they got sued by another brewery over their name um they came out with their name through like kickstarter and everything and another brewery actually had a beer that was a similar name and they wanted them to stop using their brewery's name over their beer even though it came out later yeah, I mean, yeah. So to end that story though, all's end, all's well that ends okay. So like, yeah. they all got together and they all realized they're like, "Hey, we're engineers. You're engineers. We had the same cool idea. Oops." And they were like, "Hey, you know." And what was kind of funny is that was the birth of EO Nine, because before that we'd always joke in the brewery like I'd be on the keg washer because that's how I started, just washing kegs all day every day. That's all I did for like three weeks, and. Jeff would come in and be like, hey, what are you doing? And I'd be like, I'm not. I'm just brewing up some EO9 because we'd turn them over. And they actually still have that on the can. They say, hey, at 603 Brewery, when a keg is clean, we turn it over to indicate that it's clean. Because it's just a way of signifying to everybody. If you just see a lone keg on a pallet and it's upside down, you know at least it's, that's a signal to everybody that it, that it's clean. And I thought that that was always like a cool thing. And I've liked that they've, they've stuck with that shtick or whatever. And they've created a couple of... um. I don't want to say like off brands, but like they've created a couple of series. They've they've really played with their marketing over there, which I find interesting because a bunch of different breweries do it. But yeah, it does get confusing though because you're like, you're like who is e- EO six is is close enough to six oh three that if you're looking at the can, you're gonna identify it. Yeah, as who it is. Yeah. Um, but some of these other ones, you're you're not necessarily knowing who it is, and maybe they're missing out on sales or crossover sales or something like that. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, exactly. I don't, you know. I mean, it, I, I've never understood the whole theory of we're going to create two separate companies out of the same spot, essentially. It's not two companies, but you're running two parallel ban- brands that are essentially competing with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just, a, it's just a way for them to take their marketing. Again, these are all like creative yeah. things, and you're seeing it happen in real time in the market. Um, you know, to beer enthusiasts, it's not super confusing, but... As far as, like, to be able to identify who's who um, or who's what, but, like... I mean, sometimes it's kind of cool. You can identify, I mean, sometimes, like, the the EO6 or brewery EO9. releases. I, I, you, know, you know what I mean. Same it's the second time, though. I let it go the first time. I want to say it probably three more times, so All right. we're going to get over this. How many more times? <laughs> three, three more times? Three more. Maybe even six or nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. Got him. No, but like sometimes you know something like that signifies more of a brewery release than um, less is trickling out to the world. Yeah, listen. At, at the end of the day, like most of these beers are regional and regionally marketed. So it's like, hey, if you're some dude from California and you're at a bottle shop in New England somewhere in Massachusetts, and you're like, hey, I'm gonna go get some 
and oh, this Jack Zabby stuff looks great. And then you're like, yeah, I'm going to pick up this Springdale stuff. It looks great. And you have, you're like, literally have no idea that you're literally buying from the same company. But does it even matter? You could even buy the same beer at the same time. We're not going to go there. <laughs> We're not going to go there. But that's, that's definitely possible. It's 100% possible. I wasn't going to go there. Either. I just wanted to bring that point up. <laughs> <laughs> you're skating on some black ice over there, Alan. You better watch out there, buddy. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, no, no. inside joke this, we won't this explain is, this is probably more of like somebody that's in marketing could explain this a little bit better but i mean it is what it is who I are we we're just a bunch of bald-headed jabronis we don't know anything facts that's why we're here though we're here to talk shit about some beer drink some beer share some stories hell enjoy, yeah enjoy some laughs yeah so anyway let's we've been we've been sipping on this green and i feel like for a rando episode we've been going for a pretty a good while. We're at 36 minute mark right yes. now. I think we can kind of start wrapping it up. This is going to be a nice quick one. Uh, our next episode should be a different episode. We're going to be, uh, actually, I'll get into that later. Let's do our ratings okay. first. Yeah. Are oh, you taking one more sip? I'm taking one more sip. You were supposed to go, and then I was supposed to go. Take your sip. I, I I'm going to keep first, talking. I went first. I'm, okay. We were in a little sync. Okay. All right. <laughs> I know, but there's a long pause for the listeners if they're dying to know what we think of it. We can cut that long pause out. No, we're going to leave it in. I want to hear myself going. <laughs> we got our own little version of the scat man going here. The scat man. All right. Am I going first this time? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going to have you go first this time. Yeah. I don't know, man. I like the, the J -J -J Julius better. Um, I've never been a huge fan of green. Uh, I think they use the same hop combos. Not sure. Uh, it has a little bit of a... Um, it's just a more harshness uh, to it. It's not bad. It's not brewed incorrectly. They're just, I don't know what hops they're using, but I'm just not. This would be like, hey, if you're a tea drinker, like there's going like to be. Earl Grey over, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, hey, I don't mind Earl Grey. Yeah. But if that's the only thing you got, I'll take it. Like, So if this was the only thing I got and it's Treehouse, I know that the quality is going to be good. So I would drink it for sure. And, I, and I'm definitely by yeah. no means complaining about free beer. But for this one, man, I'm I'm gonna go. It's got to be a six eight. So see, this is this is where I'll differ a little from you. I like this combination better than the Julius combination. Yeah. I've always been more of like the green side than that. Um, I've had some fresh regular green there back when they had the line beers before like that all got taken away and you just have the regular pours. Um, so green's more of my favorite, more of my flavor. So this one I'm actually enjoying better than the Jiju Julius. So the good, good green, I'm going to go, uh, seven, three on the good, good green. Wow. I had you in at seven, two. I was thinking seven, two in my mind and you went seven, I went three. back and forth in my head a couple times. So it was pretty close, but I felt seven, three on it. Not better than some of the other ones we had, but not worse. And then again, you know, we're comparing by itself, not versus the other beer. Yeah. I mean, we already we already kind of hashed our feelings oh, about exactly. how we how we feel about IPAs. I think I kind of beat that dead horse, but we beat it up pretty good. Yeah, and you, I think another good thing is when you compare them, you get to only compare so many before you just get like hop fatigue. Well, yeah, no, that that's a thing in in uh, in tasting. That's another kind of short term goal of mine that I was actually looking into. I think it's called uh, chicharone or cicerone. I don't cicerone, know. Cicerone, yes. Yeah, I don't cicerone. know. Yeah, I don't know. Certified beer expert. Yeah. But I don't know if it's pronounced Cheech or Cicerone. I don't freaking I've know. I've heard Cicerone, but I'm not Italian. I could be 100% incorrect on this one, 
but that the last time I've heard someone pronounce it to me, it was Cicerone, I believe. I think, yeah, sounds about right. Maybe somebody was trolling me. They're like, no, it's Chicharron. Chicharrones is pork rinds. Okay, they're definitely wrong then. They were fucking with me. Either way, I think that I, I think that in the jail days. I think the basic I think the basic Cicerone certification would be something that I would want to pursue in the next year. So I'm not gonna put my foot in the ground on that one. I'm you know, kinda harkening back to what we were talking about earlier. I'm putting my foot in the ground. Training begins tomorrow. I'm gonna practice start practicing for the Steinhold and I'm going after this, man. I'm going after everybody. I'm going to hold you accountable on that. I'm going to ask for regular updates on this podcast. Well, guess what? Safe. Guess what? As they say in the Army, I will see your ass on the objective. <laughs> I will see your ass at an Oktoberfest. You will know it's me because I will be bald and I will be quiet, unlike on this podcast. And I will be burning a <laughs> fucking hole through your head. And I will be watching you because as soon as you flinch and spill a drop, I'm going to point at you like uh, like. Uh, Kung Lei and Bloodsport, you know, I'm like, you're next. You you will not be quiet in victory, though. Oh, hell no. I will be talking shit. I'm probably going to get knocked out. Somebody's going to come after me. It's going to be I great. I agree with you with the, with the whole Cicerone, Cicerone, whatever we're going to find, the correct pronunciation. Um, you know, there's it was all, like, online recently, so I think now you might see some more in-person opportunities, which would make Yeah, that. I just want to get some credentials. Yeah. I want to get some cred. They actually award little pins for for the levels and if we get a youtube we can wear our pins on everyone be like <laughs> hey look at that look at us we're boy scouts look at all our look at our merit badges sounds good yeah all right hey listen follow us on facebook follow us on instagram listen to us on spotify i think we're on google podcasts we're in a couple of different ones who yeah, really cares there. you're probably listening on spotify you're probably like the same four people that have been listening this whole time i think we picked up james though because i think did. james I, and I justin saw, followed I saw a couple that might have actually been like three because we could have got a couple separate instagram accounts from the same people which hey we're not more proud than that you get four instagram accounts like it with all four yes please yeah and hey if you want to be on the show if you have a topic that you want us to discuss actually too we'll take suggestion topics like what do you think the bald guy hey bald guys we want you to talk some shit on on this stuff like yeah send it the only thing we won't do is we won't like outright like attack breweries. Hey, no. if something went wrong and we don't like and we don't like a, a particular instance that we can back up either through personal experience or stuff like that. So I, I think you get where I'm going with that. We're yeah, not going to exactly. like launch We're not attacks. Straight trash people just for trashing them. That's not what it's about. Um, you know, if if it's a bad beer, it's a bad beer. But that's that's different. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so that's I I wanted to put that out there because I was almost gonna be like, yeah, it's any topic, and then we just get flooded with like, hey, talk some shit on this brewery. It, it, yeah, you could talk shit about any brewery out there. That, that's just the world. But, I mean, I like to focus on the positive and what I like versus what I don't like. All right. Well, that's it. Episode 11. Episode Elf, as they say. Elf Deutsch. <laughs> Wiedersehen. Tschüss. <laughs> Auf Wiedersehen. All right. We out. We out.